Hey everyone, it's John. I wanted to follow up yesterday when I was talking about the mystery shopper. Sorry, I was still just a little bit agitated by going through all the different push one for this, push two for that, and the one organization I'm working with, the one dealership. They've had my car for almost uh, four weeks and I haven't gotten one call, not one follow-up, not one email, not one text. And I'm just saying, when was the last time you did that to your own dealership and, and just purchased something or, or went through the process of purchasing or went through the process of you know your service department setting up an appointment or just calling in and scheduling an appointment or calling in and you know just setting up a, a, an appointment or just inquiring about one of your vehicles. When was the last time you actually took the time or had one of your salespeople do that or just have an independent party come in and, and just check on what's going on, maybe a spouse, maybe a friend, maybe a significant other, just calling in and doing this mystery idea so that you can see what your customer's seeing. Because if you don't take the time, I was working with one dealership where we were putting this ad campaign together where the company before me did not even have a landing page set up at all. I mean, these leads were going nowhere. I mean, they were paying I mean, close to $15, $16 a lead, which is still great, but there were no capturing mechanisms in place for the emails or for the surveys or for anything. So we created a lead bridge where we started collecting the data and now we've got this list of customers that have seen our ad that then we can create a lookalike audience inside of Facebook and Google and you can do some retargeting and you can do some really nifty things. But the point being is that at the end of the day, what is your customer experiencing? Are they looking at it and cringing like it's going to be five minutes of just all this automated everything? Or is it going to be easy and quick and whatever it is, the reason that they're picking up the call uh, to make a call into your dealership or to your service department, are they getting that fulfilled? Are they getting what they need answered? Or are they getting the service that they need taken care of? Or the car that they wanna buy? Are they able to get the information or make the purchase or be able to do it online or all of it? You know, when was the last time you put a survey out? When was the last time you followed up with a question? Or if somebody didn't buy and you know they didn't buy, when was the last time you just followed up on the list of, of people that didn't buy and not try and badger them? I mean, just honestly calling back and saying, look, we're always trying to work better as our dealership to improve customer satisfaction. No, no harm. Obviously, you bought something else. What was it about, you know, our offer that didn't interest you? What was it about the vehicle? Just we're trying to get a better idea so that we can make sure our cars are, are standing up to the, the standards of what people are looking for. Whatever. I don't know. But you can go through the questions that are relevant to your customers and asking them what they want to be able to see or hear. And, you know, you can go through the whole, you know, like Henry Ford you know, if I wanted to, you know, ask the, the uh, customer, you know, they would have said that they wanted a faster horse instead of a car. So I get that. But I mean, at the end of the day, do you like going through a whole bunch of push one and push two and station and department and everything else? Or do you just want to actually talk to a human being? And then when you talk to a human being, do you want it outsourced to another country or do you want to, because the moment that you hear the voice of an outside foreign entity, 
I don't care who you are, you a lot of times will roll your eyes because you're not thinking there's going to be the ability to bridge that communication gap and you're going to be wasting your time, which is the most com- the most precious commodity that you have is your time. And so you're fearing that you're going to go through all of this and then not get whatever problem you want resolved. And that's a problem. So hopefully I'm just kind of lighting or or, or, or putting some seeds out there or lighting some embers of thought so that you can kind of look at your dealership, whether you're a salesperson, you're a, a general manager, you're an owner, you're a partner, you know, just look at it from the standpoint of when you go in, how do you want to be sold? How do you want to be treated? How do you want to be, you know, taken care of? And look at the Chick-fil-A model and why that franchise is so successful, whether you like them or you do not like them. Success leaves clues. And so why do people like going over there? Because they get a predictable result and they feel comfortable with what the result is because their expectation is high because they know that it will be a quality product delivered with smile. And so why can't we do that? Why can't we as dealerships go in and make it so that we are presenting a very good quality product at the end of the day? Whether it's your service division following up on, you know, people that have their cars being serviced. You might want to follow up on a text or an email or both. You know, they have the the technology now where you can actually uh, do live cam and, and video and some pictures where the technicians are in the back and kind of show the issue or the problem. And so there's a level of trust when you start doing those type of components. There's a, a firm here in Lancaster that did that. Now, it was like four times as expensive as somebody else, but I'll tell you what, the follow-up and attention to detail was warranting being able to spend a little bit extra money knowing along the process what my car and what stage my car was at so that I didn't have any guesswork as to when to pick up the vehicle. That was a very, very nice advantage for me. You know, because if you're a busy person, your schedule is very hectic, having an estimated timeline of when you can go pick up your vehicle or at least being, you know, shared with that knowledge as to what the best time or potential time would be really goes a long way. So when you're looking at a vehicle or or a car or the inventory, maybe they don't want to know because by the time they actually end up at your dealership, if you're looking at being able to sell vehicles to them, they probably have a good idea of what they're looking for. So you just have to write to ask, excuse me, you just have to ask the right questions. And so when you're doing these ads, and that's what I was mentioning going about yesterday, if they're on billboards or in the newspaper, or on the radio or on television or any one of those mediums, where are they going? And in what process or funnel are they following that breadcrumb back to the dealership? And have you walked that path so that you can see what they're seeing? Because if you're not, then how can you correct anything? You're just throwing, you know, potentially bad money after after good or good money after bad. However you want to phrase that. At the end of the day, you're wasting money that potentially could be plied somewhere else. So that's a little bit of a rant. I apologize, but I just really care about having the success for you as a dealership if you just... Take a couple minutes and question a little bit about what the dealership's doing with the leads that are coming in. No one really thinks about it that way because, quite frankly, the dealerships, when you're hiring marketing firms, they don't want to be held accountable 
for results. They just want to do branding because it's easy to get the money, a set amount of money every month, $500, $1,000, $2,000, a month just to do branding. And some are even doing way more than that. Some are doing $35,000, dollars $100,000 a month as a portion of ad spend. So they don't want to have themselves held accountable for predictable results. That's why I just want to try and show you that you are able to attain that for yourself, for your dealership, for your salespeople. You owe it for the fact that you started something. You're looking at being able to establish a footprint in your marketplace. So why not be able to challenge what you're doing right now with going in and just looking at, at the way that your customers are viewing, the way that they're coming in, whatever mediums that you're choosing to use. All right. Hopefully that helped. All right. See you guys. Take care.